I don't I don't do online gambling. I don't know anything about it. But what I do know about is the advertising. I mean, good lord, if you've watched even a minute of sports on TV, you know what's happened ever since we legalized it. Gambling advertising has taken over broadcast sports to the point where not only are most of the ads for online gambling, so are the actual intermission segments, right? Like, there's segments during an intermission where typically it would be replays, it would be analysis, it would be injury updates, whatever. Now it's gambling odds updates. It's crazy. I've never seen it like this. Um, and a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people get really, really upset about the saturation of the advertising because let's face it there is a downside to gambling we all know that right one of the advertising strategies that has really angered people in particular is the use of sports superstars in the gambling promotion people you've probably seen the ads Connor mcdavid has done them austin matthews has done them wayne gretzky has done them i think george st pierre of ufc did bunch um that's maybe a thing of the past very soon in our country. Maybe. That's my expectation, but we know it is going to be a thing of the past in Ontario starting next year. They're banning the use of people like that in advertising for online betting. This is big. This is a big story. We're going to speak with Dr. Michael Narain, an assistant professor of sport management at Brock University about this. Doctor, thanks for coming back. I appreciate your time. Oh, anytime, Shay. Thanks so much for having me. So let's go through this announcement from the government of Ontario. It's online gambling advertising. That's fine. You can still go ahead and advertise for gambling. That's not changing at all. But you can't use Connor McDavid. You can't use Austin Matthews. You can't use Wayne Gretzky. That's the big change, right? Pulling these superstar athletes out of the mix. Yeah, that, that's the, the biggest change and certainly the one with the most shock value is that any current or retired athlete um, and anyone who's reasonably expected to uh, you know, induce a minor. Um, so, you know, no, no cartoon. Right. So, you know, you couldn't use Mickey Mouse or anything like that. Um, uh, or, you know, some of these, you know, Bluey, I don't know what the kids are watching these days or, or the infants, but, but, you know, stuff like that. The interesting part is also no social media influencers. Yes. So, you know, some of these big names that uh, might, you know, again, potentially uh induce youth like uh, a logan paul or maybe even just a you know some some big youtuber that the kids are, are getting involved with you know those types of individuals would be prevented from promoting gambling however the caveat here is that these athletes retired or current could still be used to promote responsible gambling practices right. so what we're likely to see going forward is you know austin matthews Connor mcdavid saying hey look everyone if you're going to make a bet, make sure that you're checking out the responsible gambling tools that we have on our site or make sure that we've got uh, make sure you're, you're taking time to check in with yourself and you know, use the self-exclusion policies. So, you know, there's going to be some sort of indirect advertising that's going to happen here. But, yeah, the, the big takeaway message is. You know, they're not going to be in your face saying, you know what, you should make a bet right now. Yeah, and like like we say, the announcement was just made yesterday, but you make a really interesting point. Do we know, like, can Connor McDavid do the ad that he did this year with Wayne Gretzky? He can run the exact same ad as long as the last five seconds is Connor McDavid saying, hey, know your limits, gamble within them kind of a thing. It, it, then everything's fine, or does it mean it has to be exclusively positive messaging around gambling? Can they do both? Can they sort of qualify? Do you know? I, I, I haven't seen the language, no, but I want to say it's I want to say it's the latter because it's, it's a fine line. And with the AGCO, the uh, the Ontario regulator, iGaming Ontario, 
they're also going to be very sticky about this. They're, they're not, they've already handed down five figure fines over the last year. And they've even handed down a six figure fine most recently to an operator who, uh, you know, it was reported that someone lost $3 million in betting. Um, and there wasn't any sort of check in with that individual. So they just sort of let it happen. So if, if, a if an operator wants to play that game and see where the line is, they can. But to be honest with you, if I'm working for an operator like a, a BetMGM or a FanDuel, what I'm saying to my team is, look, we're just going to go hard over this next period of time. And interestingly enough, the new standards don't start until after the Super Bowl in, yeah. in February of February, 24. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot more volume of these ads. They're going to get a lot of bang for their buck with some of these ads that they've already got out there. But then uh, if, if it were me, then you, you would pivot and just say, you know what, I'm Connor McDavid, and you know when I bet on MGM, uh, bet on BetMGM, I do so responsibly, and I use these tools, and blah blah blah. And so again, in that way, it's indirect advertising because you're still talking about the platform, but you're just doing it in a way in which you're promoting responsible gambling. And and you talk about that line, and who's going to determine what that line is? And I I, I don't know because I mean, uh, the, does Aaron Paul fit into this? Jamie Foxx, Kevin Hart, all of these international superstars that we see on our TV constantly. I mean, does that target minors? Who makes that determination? I guess we don't know yet, right? Well, well, I mean, the, the regu- ultimately the regulator does, and then you know, it's, it's certainly up to the operators to deter uh, to, to argue whether or not it does or not, and it, that may fall on deaf ears. I think fundamentally, in a regulated system, you, you have to abide by the rules, and if if someone says that, okay, well, the line is there. And even if you disagree that the line is there, I mean, you ultimately have to work within the system. So, you know, I think the big key takeaway, though, will be things like, you know, some retired athletes who do radio shows that are simulcast on television. I will, you know, a really good example is Bell Media's Overdrive on TSN yeah. radio. You know, you've got Jeff O'Neill and, and uh, Jimmy McLennan and Brian Hayes talking about, you know, bets that they might make on the weekend. Um, does that, uh, constitute, I mean, they are retired athletes in the case of McLennan and, and O'Neill. Like, does that constitute, uh, you know, promotion to minors? Um, if they're, ha- if they have got a segment where they talk about it, maybe, maybe they have to stop talking about it altogether. So it could really shake things up a bit. Um, but yeah, there's, there, it, it's, it, to your point, it is very subjective and we don't yet know where the line is. And I do want to say this point, and I've said this point on your show before we're making a lot of these decisions ad hoc and sporadic without the data to support it what we need going forward is a well-regulated system which everyone i think would agree with uh, gambling is not going away we know it's social evils but we also know that it can promote economic good in some respects but we need to have the responsible education bits to this and we need to be doing research to find out whether or not these things are working or not because yeah, you know, maybe social media influencers don't actually have an effect on our 19, 20-year-olds, or maybe they do when it comes to sports gambling in this country. So we, we really need to start to dig in with the research and invest money, um, whether it's the Albertan government, the Ontario government, or even the federal government. We need to start to invest money because this has an knock-on effect on our healthcare system, specifically when it comes to mental health. Oh, no question about it. I'm wondering if this might be the end in a lot of ways, well, to this kind of advertising, because we're talking, this is Ontario. Ontario has come and decided that they're not going to allow these celebrities and these superstar athletes to be involved in gambling advertising. And like you say, there'll be ways around it, and they'll try and figure that out. But I can't see MGM or FanDuel or or any of the big ones that we see all the time saying, okay, well, we're still going to do the advertising. We just won't run it in Ontario. I mean, that that's the biggest market in Canada. This could be sort of a, okay, we're going to have to exclude Canada from our advertising, won't they? 
Oh, well, I mean, it, again, it is on a, like you said, on a province by province basis here. And so Alberta is about to come out with its new, you know, shiny new toy probably in the next few months, if not, um, you know, is in 2024. And so, you know, when that system comes out, you know, maybe Alberta says, you know what, we're, we're going to see what it looks like here first. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is because the way that the system is set up on a provincial by provincial basis, you know, everyone can do their own thing and test out the waters. And so, yes, you're completely right. Ontario is not, not just a top market here in Canada. It's a top five market here in North America right, when it comes yeah. to sports gambling. Um, but, you know, I should say this in, in Australia, in England, where sports advertising has been, he- sports gambling advertising yeah. has been heavily restricted. Um, the sports gambling behavior still continue and they're very prevalent. So it's, it's not a situation where this is going to magically make things go away. And also it bears repeating Shay that, you know, you say that the, the sports gambling ads are very prevalent on the, on the sports broadcast. That's completely true. But, you know, I'm watching Property Brothers on HGTV here, and uh, there's, there's no sports gambling, uh, you know, advertising, right? It, it's, it's heavily, there's heavy volume sure where is. we expect to see it in yeah. the sports content. So it, it's something we haven't seen before. It's still new. And as we know, people don't like change. So we just got to roll with the punches here. But we also need to dig in and do some research on this because we don't yet know if this is actually going to work. And so we can go through this whole hoopla of trying to get things off the TV sets, but yet our 18, 19, 20-year-olds are still heavily gambling. Like, that's still the issue. How do we ensure that kids and even older adults are responsibly gambling and making sure that we're not draining the healthcare system in terms of mental health and other uh, aspects like that. Such a great point, Doctor, because you take a look at tobacco and we, we banned advertising for tobacco. People still smoked, right? So, I mean, advertising, okay, maybe that's one thing that you can sort of tinker around, but, the, but at the heart of the issue, we've allowed online gambling, legalized gambling in this country. That's the real thing. Uh, whether the advertising plays into it or not is important, but the main issue is we've got a lot of people that are spending a lot of money, and in some cases, tragically, right? We need to get that data, as you say. Absolutely. And, and it's, yes, like you said, it's, it, there's a lot of, we'll call them the sin categories in our society, yeah, whether yeah. it's tobacco, whether it's cannabis, whether it's alcohol. I mean, look at the new adver- or the new standards for alcohol, you know, two drinks per week, and everyone laughed at that, right? But because it's become normative behavior in our society. So right now, the social desirability of sports gambling isn't that high, but who knows what it'll look like in yeah. 10, 15 years. Maybe it becomes a part of the ethos that, you know what, when I go to a, a, a Flames game, or I go to an Oilers game, that's just what we do. You know, intermission, I go to the bathroom, I get a beer, and then, you know, I go to the local sports book there. I pop open my phone and I place a bet. Like, right now, we all hate, well, the vast majority of people seem to to think that it's a terrible thing, um, at least when it comes to public uh, outcry. But, you know, fundamentally, you know, you can make the argument that alcohol is way worse in the grand scheme of things than many of the other sins out there. It's not an either-or proposition. It's we need all of these sins to be well regulated and have the proper education. And I would say this, uh, perhaps as a last note, it's not just the 19, 20, 21 year olds, the kids that I teach at, at Brock and amongst you know, university and colleges across this country. It's the high school kids. You know, here in Ontario, the, the legal gambling age is 19. And we, you know, myself and, and other people my age when we were 15, 16, were able to illegally go to our convenience store and yeah. gamble. Yeah. Um, because of the lack of, uh, does that, well, you know, I mean, there's regulation, but there, there's sort of this sort of, you know, uh, kind of open world concept yeah. that, you know, you just do it because, you know, people will let you do it. So what are we doing to our 14, 15 year olds? Like, what are we teaching them in high schools about responsible gambling, about economics and, and all these sorts of issues, uh, personal finance? 
those are the things that we should be talking about, not, oh, well, you know, I see a commercial with, you know, uh, Connor McDavid and, and Jamie Foxx, and that makes me mad. Yeah. Uh, I think we need to think bigger than that, and we need the research that's driven by, um, uh, excuse me, that drives these decisions going forward. Excellent points, all of them. Thank you so much for your time, as always, Doctor. I appreciate it.